What's going on, family? Welcome back to another episode of the Judge Your Mama podcast, a podcast created as a space for women to connect and grow unapologetically as we navigate through womanhood and entrepreneurship. Y'all, today I have another very special guest with me by the name of Glenda Dove, and she is the CEO of Dove & Company. Glenda helps business owners use paid social media strategies to generate more leads on autopilot. She has helped dozens of business owners sell their products and services, fill up their memberships, and increase their brand awareness with Facebook and Instagram ads. She makes sure her clients are aware their organic strategies can only take their stories and brands so far, ensuring they are aware that a social media marketing plan includes paid strategies will help them reach the thousands of consumers waiting on their unique services and products. She does all of this while making no bones about letting her audience know that she puts her faith and family first. Y'all, give it up for Glenda Dove. (laughs) Glenda, I'm so glad you're here. I am so glad you are here. Thank you for coming on to the podcast. Well, thank you for having me, ma'am. I am glad to be here as well. So I love your energy and I love the podcast. I am a subscriber, so I hope y'all are too. Yay, yay. Awesome. I love it. Okay. So let's just get on into it, right? Okay. I love doing like little icebreaker questions and I want to know what's your favorite 90s jam? Okay. So I like a lot of 90s songs, even though I don't think many of them are appropriate. Uh, (laughs) So it's different when you become a parent, right? So the one that immediately came to mind when you asked this question is all about the Benjamins. <laughs> and let me get the official. I believe it's Puff Daddy and his and his group of performers. So it's it's multiple people. And my favorite verse is, well, it's, let me correct that. It is Biggie Smalls, the late Biggie Smalls, and a group of his co-workers. And so then my favorite verse is the little Kim verse. And I could probably rap most of it for you. But uh, yeah. I'll probably say, I guess that's the first one that came to mind. So we'll say it's my favorite. I'm going to have to hear a little bit of that at the end. (laughs) Okay, I'm ready. (laughs) What I run on? No, I'm not going to do it. Go ahead. (laughs) I love it. I love it. Thank you for sharing. So we know that you're the owner and operator of Dove & Co. Tell me, though, let's go back to the beginning. Where did the spark for entrepreneurship come from? Did you always want to be an entrepreneur? I'm going to say no. I didn't always want to be an entrepreneur. It's probably something I didn't even really think about as an option. Well, most of my life, I've had the attitude that I can do anything. Just give me the instructions. And sometimes I don't even need the instructions, but I can do anything. You just need to give me some time to figure it out, right? And so I actually, the lot of work I was doing at the time in corporate America was in mortgages. And if you've ever worked in like the mortgage department at a bank or just the industry in general, whether you're a real estate agent, so on and so forth, it can fluctuate your your ability to work can fluctuate. Do they pay you well? Yes. Um, 
And when it's hot, it's hot. When there's lots of work to do, when people are really buying houses, there is lots of work to do, lots of bonuses to be made. It's a good salary. But but when it's bad, it's bad. And so I was let go from my job. And at first I was like, wow, you know, I've never not worked before as an adult. And so this is going to be, you know, I could figure out, do I want to go back to school and finish my degree? Or do I want to take on a different type of career, you know, and I, I can get relaxed and comfy, you know. However... I got let I got let go and then maybe like a week or two later I thought I was pregnant. And so, you know, so no, you don't get to relax. <laughs> Honey, you need to go find you. <laughs> so anyway, and so that got me to thinking, what can I do? What can I do next? And and I'll say that my sister and I had spoke, well, we talked like years ago about wouldn't it be neat for people to have like an assistant at their for their businesses that didn't work with them and at the time you know I don't know if the term virtual assistant existed but that's what we were talking about but didn't know and we talked about it and you know talked about what it would look like and then we just moved on you know that was way that was years before so anyway now I'm pregnant out of work and you know I'm like okay I need to contribute to my household the best way I can and so I started looking into this. My husband bought me a fancy new computer, top of the line for my anniversary, even though he probably should not have because then I just had I was out of work, but he did. <laughs> <laughs> and so because I had said this thing to him, I was like, maybe I want to start a blog or, and so saying out to say virtual assistant blog, all of that was swirling in my head. And of course I was on the internet streets and I came upon a Facebook group and people were talking about virtual assistance. And I was like, dang, this is what me and my sister was talking about all these years ago, essentially helping business owners, but not being in their actual business. You don't work at their location. And so I started learning more about that. Social media came up. I was like, oh, social media management. Okay. I was a little baby extreme couponer <laughs> before this. And so I wasn't on the TV show, but I did have an angry husband about <laughs> all the stuff that was in different places that don't typically belong there you know at one point you could come to my house and I could you walk away with detergent and tilt paper and tissue and a soap and deodorant and toothpaste so anyway and so I did create a community being an extreme couponer on Instagram mm -hmm. and so I was like okay social media management some of the stuff that I'm reading about on do to do social media management is stuff that I did for for extreme couponing just because I was building community engaging with people, sharing facts and tips, sharing the deals that I found, giving definitions for newbies and stuff like that. So I was like, oh, okay, I could do that. And so that's how it started. As I got into social media management, I'll say, again, still on the same Facebook group, somebody said they needed somebody to internship to manage their Facebook group. It was for a VA Facebook group. And I messaged the lady. Other people messaged her. I followed up in two days. She said nobody followed up with me when I didn't respond. So since nobody followed up, here you go. You can do it. And I'll give you access to my VA course. I was like, okay, ain't no but Jesus. So mm -hmm. I did that. And I had the VA course. And that's how I got started. But as I started taking more courses on social media management and so forth, I learned about paid advertising. So... Facebook and Instagram ads. Now there are other platforms. You got TikTok ads, there's Snapchat ads, there are ads on LinkedIn. But I started with Facebook and Instagram ads and I started taking courses on that and realized there was 
lots of money in Facebook and Instagram, you know, just kind of like niching down and realizing what I liked and what I didn't like. I did do social media clients and I may still do it for you now if you ask, but I typically only focus on the Facebook and Instagram ads because I saw a different pathway there. And so that's how I got started. And so now I typically only focus on Facebook and Instagram ads. Interested in a little bit of TikTok. I heard TikTok ads are very similar to Facebook and Instagram ads. Mm -hmm. So that's a plus. But yeah, that's it. Oh, I love that. I love that journey. That's a little similar to my journey. I knew I always wanted to be an entrepreneur, but it wasn't until I was laid off from my corporate job where it was like, okay. We either gonna try and put our efforts toward finding a job or we're right. gonna really make something yep. pop off. Cause remember, Angel, you said that this is what you wanted to do. Now you don't yeah, make a little sound, make a little sound, gotta make it work. Right. <laughs> it's one thing when you leave on your own, it's another thing right. where they like right. Bye, bye girl. Because it makes you at that time you gotta decide like what am I gonna do? Even if it's you just by yourself, you have to decide, but it's a little different when you have to care for other people. So at my time. It was my husband, myself, I was pregnant, and then there were two other kids in the house. So it's like, you know, okay. <laughs> you got to figure that thing out. You got to figure that thing out. I lost my job a week, not a week, a month before our wedding. So we had oh. already just moved in. It was me, Layla, and my soon-to-be husband. And it was like, okay, I don't know what's going to happen. And I'm about to go on vacation, like, after this wedding, let's just get married. I had all my money saved, and good thing, you know, you save so that when stuff happens, right? But after, it was like, okay, <laughs> back to reality. You got to figure right. yourself out. So, yeah, I understand that. Okay. So, Facebook and Instagram ads. For you've been focused on that for a while. Like, that's been, you said you kind of niche down and found your lane. Why do you think that's so important that we niche down and find, you know, our lane when it comes to business? I'll say it's kind of like, even if you have a corporate job, it's, you gotta, you like test it out and see if you want to do it. And I have a bonus son and he's, um, he's 17. And so next year he'll be a senior. And we've been talking to him about, you know, different things about like the real world. And when you leave here, I think that he thinks when he turns 18, like it's just over. <laughs> now it's me. It, it don't really work like that. But to the, to what you're asking, it's like, you got to pick something, you kind of have to stick to it. And then you, you got to see like, well, how does that work for you? For me doing social media for people, I didn't like, or it was a lot for me to come in and listen to and figure out what to write for your captions. Why? Because I wanted to know about your business. And on the Clifton Strengths Finders test, that's like a personality test. Number three is knowledge for me. And so I like to read. I read lots of things. Even though I don't read books, I read lots of things on the internet. I like to know things. So to go in to your business and write the captions, now I got to read all the stuff about your business. I got to actually know it to me. Now, other people may have other ways they figure out how to write those captions do it quickly and it was taking so much time for me and because I wanted to write in your voice I wanted to write it in a way that people could really connect with you and not realize it was somebody else and so when I heard about paid ads and I heard about the money that the girls were making from paid ads I'm like okay well mm -hmm. 
<laughs> okay, let's go do that. <laughs> but also, I like, um, you know, I like data and I like numbers and I'm not a math person per se, but, you know, understanding that these click-through rates, you know, how many times people click on this means what? I love a retargeting ad because I can now, you showed up on my Instagram page because I have a, right now I've got an Instagram reel that went viral. You showed up on my Instagram page to watch that viral video. Okay, you're going to see an ad for me tomorrow because I set up a retargeting ad. And so you didn't know that you came, <laughs> you came here for one thing, but you're going to leave with something else. And that's <laughs> cool to me. <laughs> that's really neat to me. Um, so anyway, so it's important to niche down because you can't be, what is it, a jack of all trades and a, a master of none. You know, picking that one thing, it, it allows you to, you know, gain more awareness, gain more knowledge about that one thing, become master of that one thing. It allows you to be more specific when you talk to people. Being more specific can also allow you to... Um, to go and command more income, you can be, you know, you're a specialist now in this area, right? So yes, there's a place for general practitioners in the medical field, but there's also a place for OBGYNs and the asthma and allergy doctor. Right now, I need to go see the doctor about my asthma, but I found out there's a there's actually a pulmonologist which specializes in things for the lungs, or you could just go to an allergy doctor. And I was like, okay, so hold on, what's the difference now? Mm -hmm. <laughs> I just thought it was the asthma and allergy place in Charlotte. Now you're saying is is a pulmonary specialist just for this? Okay, so what's the difference between the two? Okay, turns out this guy got a little bit more training. So I got my general practitioner, I got my asthma and allergy doctor, and then I got the pulmonologist. Okay, you know, so. And that pulmonologist, he took a few extra classes. Is there a place for both of these people? For all three of them? Yeah. But they all have their place. And you just have to try. You know, maybe he was a general practitioner first, but he had an interest in respiratory conditions. And then he decided to take more classes. And now he decided to niche down to pulmonologists. Mm -hmm. I love the way you broke that down. So tell me something about ads that the entrepreneur should know, like, right? Sometimes we think that we have to have these big, super big budgets to run ads. And sometimes we think we're not ready or it's too soon in the game. What's something that, what's a piece of advice that you would give to someone? What you just said. What I just said. It's never too soon in the game to run an ad. Mm -hmm. I think one of the beauty, one of the, the beautiful things about ads is it increases your celebrity, your authority, but on the flip side, it makes us afraid of it because we're like, oh, that's Amy Porterfield. You know, she making millions of dollars mm -hmm. so she can run an ad. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's Russell Brunson. Oh, he can run an ad. He making millions of dollars. He created ClickFunnels. Mm -hmm. No, girl, you can run an ad too. You can run an ad too. It's a dollar a day, at least a dollar a day. And if you've got a marketing budget, then that's something that you can do. Will you get in front of thousands of people for a dollar a day? No. But will you get in front of hundreds of people? Yeah. So I tell you that I've brought 2,000 some followers on Instagram and some of my latest content only has 13 likes on it. Mm -hmm. How many people saw it out of 13 likes? Because... It may be 100 people saw it, but then only 13 like it. So it's like as you come down the funnel or the customer journey, which you have to think about it that way, the customer journey, as people land on my Instagram page, as they see my post, everybody that comes to my Instagram page is not going to look at my post. So maybe two, 
200 people come to the page. 150 people look at the post. 75 people watch the video. 20 people decide to like it. Mm -hmm. So the Instagram ad or the Facebook ad will allow you to reach more people than those 2,000 people that follow me. Because anyway, all of the 2,000 people aren't going to see my post just because of the way the algorithm is. So it's like a constant way for you to get in front of people. It's a way for you to what twirl that sign outside the building and tell them to get this. <laughs> some people going to drive by, right? Some people going to read the sign, right? And some people going to go to the store. Mm-hmm. And that ad is a way, it's a way for you to twirl your sign on the internet streets, but it's not just in your, on the internet streets. It's in people's pockets. It's in their pocketbook. It's when the people take the phone to the bathroom. Cause you know, they take the phone to the bathroom. It's when they take the phone to the bathroom. It's when they're changing a the diaper. It's when they're sitting in the car waiting on their husband to come out the store. Oh, let me flip that. It's when my husband is sitting in the car waiting on me to come out of target. I don't know why he keeps sending me in there, but <laughs> it's like, he wants, he wants to look at his phone. Must be, must be, but is <laughs> it's when you do it, when people are doing all those things, no longer, do they have to be at the television to see you? Mm-hmm. They could be doing anything. They could be on the bus making a commute to work. They could be sitting in the passenger seat on a train to their mama's house. You know, you can be there with them. And the myth that people think is that it can't be me. I'm not big enough. But you should always have a marketing budget, even if it's super small. And if you don't have a marketing budget, you should get one. And you can definitely use ads because it only costs a dollar a day. Now, you got to be real about your expectations and what you expect to happen after that. Don't expect to get a ton of sales because that's not going to happen. But for a dollar a day, you can get your face. You can get your brand. You can get your core values, your beliefs. You can get your framework. You can get your book me now a link to somebody for a dollar a day. Okay. I like that. I you like the way you podcast, all of that. Mm-hmm. But you got to be realistic. Thank you. Thank you for sharing that. Because this is a side note. You know, I'm launching. I'm doing a lot of different things. And I said. Well, now you had a, web, uh, a webinar yesterday. Yeah. So, so yes, yeah, I, I need to hit up Glenda. But I need to get, no, I need to get it in my, get my stuff in my marketing. And then I'm coming that way. Okay. So last question. Okay. What do you want to be known for? Once you leave this part of life, what do you want to be known for? Oh man, you just got real serious. So (laughs) I would say that the real reason why I'm probably in entrepreneurship is because I really do want to help people. And I've always wanted to help people, even if it was corporate America. Like I do things in corporate America, but what will really make me happy is if I was doing something to actually help somebody. Like even when I didn't like my mortgage job, I would try to think about a part of it that was helping somebody, you know, that I'm helping somebody obtain home ownership or I'm helping somebody, you know, take over a home from where they where their parents were deceased. And now they're taking this home over. I help somebody, you know move forward in their their um process of purchasing home their dream right and so that is you know something that i desire you know as far as like the niche or what area it's supposed to be in i i don't know what that may be you know today it's doing this tomorrow it may be something else but 
that that is something that is always on my heart and mind to do you know how can I help somebody else um so that's what I would like to be known for that I did I love myself you know love yourself as you love your neighbor but that also love really good on my neighbors I help them to do something better which coincides with my number three Clifton, Clifton strength of knowledge I like to know stuff because I like to tell people stuff about it come on and learn this <laughs> come on let me share this with you <laughs> but um but that's what I like to do I do I like to help people and I would love to be known for that that's what I did that you know I gave not all I didn't give it all but I did I gave well and intentionally with my time and with my resources to help others mm-hmm. I love that I love that and you wanting to love on others and help others speaks to how you even love yourself, like you said, how you love yourself and how you give it to yourself. So that's beautiful. Thank you for that. So before we end this episode, how can our audience connect with you? What do you have going on? So I have created this wonderful private podcast with some inspiration from some other people. And it's if you're not sure if you want to hire a Facebook ads manager, then you listen to this private podcast and it's going to tell you what you need to know and why you shouldn't hire a Facebook ads manager. Right. It's going to walk you through some questions you need to ask yourself before you're ready. And so you can head over to my website, w.glendadove. So that's G-L-Y-N-D-A-D-O-V-E dot com slash links. And when you get there, you can check out the private podcast to figure out if you need an actual Facebook ads manager. The second thing you can do is schedule a strategy call. If you're ready to start with Facebook and Instagram ads, you know this is where you need to be. You click that link and you schedule the strategy call. Before you get on the into my calendar, you'll have the opportunity to fill out an intake form so I can get to know more about you and your business. And we can actually know when we get on that call if we're a good fit And I'm able to help you move to the next step in your business. There's no point in wasting either of our time. So it's really important for us to get intentional about that communication. So, yep, glendadove.com slash links. Check out the podcast and then schedule your strategy call if you know you're ready to get in front of more people. Get your product, your service in front of more people so they're waiting on you. They need what you got. And Facebook ads is a great way for you to do that. Awesome. Thank you. And I'll make sure that I have all of those links in the show notes and in the description on YouTube and all of that good stuff so that they can get to you. Glenda, thank you so, so much for being on the podcast. I appreciate you. And y'all, she's our go-to for Facebook and Instagram ads. And it sounds like possibly soon in the future, TikTok ads. Hey, I guess so. (laughs) The people there, they need me, right? (laughs) That's it. That's it. But thank you so much. Judge your mama family. You already know what you got to do. Go ahead and follow, follow, follow Glenda for all of your Facebook and Instagram needs. And make sure you like, comment, and subscribe to the YouTube channel. And make sure you're following us on Spotify and Apple. And go ahead and leave a review while you're over there. I mean, let us know what you feeling like and what you love about the show. I appreciate y'all. And until next week, peace.